This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. All right, and now it's time for everyone's favorite regularly recurring segment here on the Six Rings podcast, Pat's Puri, the potpourri of Pat's Nation, where we dip into the grab bag and see what else was left over and worth discussing. And I'll start with a little breaking Patriots news here, guys, from at Mike Reese, who's been getting the business from uh isaiah win recently uh gotta love mike reese anyone who gives mike reese the business just obviously must be having a bad day or happen be having issues even i can't address undrafted rookie center slash guard hayden howerton hayden howerton from smu who spent training camp with the titans is expected to join the patriots practice squad the pats saw howerton play well at the east west shrine game they have a need for depth with chase and hines on ir and David Andrews injured. So why make any moves at the trade deadline, guys, when you can <laughs> Hayden Howerton? Is that the uh, the name? Yeah. I don't even know why I'm that's learning. like that's when you're just like that's the name of somebody where it's just like, um, oh uh, guys, they um the Howertons are the rich family that give out the tiniest Absolutely. candy bars on Halloween, yep. and like you just like, and their son is a douche. Yeah, you know, Hayden's like, a douche. He plays lacrosse. <laughs> he seems like a lot. Uh, maybe bro. he's a nice person, but I'm just I'm sure I'm, he is. Uh, we're John Hughes, you know, James Spader stereotyping here, but exactly. just like, oh, Hayden Howerton. Howerton. Now so joins your Patriots. Patriots. Didn't make a move. All right, we immediate impact Hart. assessment. We go to Andy Hart. Andy, the Hayden Howerton impact. Back to you, Fitzy. I feel like we're the. I know we just beat the Jets. I feel like we've become the Jets. No, the oh. Jets have a more talented roster. I meant oh. the Jets of old, Andy. Oh, okay. I feel we're like now, we're falling into that. So we're the. So uh, Shime, it's very funny because I had one Jets fan that I interviewed in the parking lot before the game tell me he's like, "Well, you know, you can't spell Pats without past, which is what you guys are living in." And I was like, "Ooh, that's actually that was pretty good." Uh, and I and then I returned with, "Well." You can't spell Jets without Jest, which is what you've played in for decades now. Um, and we and <laughs> both we are true. A, both are both are very true as well. But that concerns me a little bit, like or, or maybe a lot bit. Like where I like, ugh, I'm We're getting just like, like di- I, I I'm feel getting like we're advanced into a itchy. Stock. Anyone else? Anyone else getting itchy or antsy oh, wait, for just oh, like not a laughing stock yet? That's strong. That's ah, strong. It's getting there. It, but you're a 500 team. You're a half game out of the playoffs. Like mm-hmm. the, the facts of the situation, like forget how you kind of feel about the, the quarterback, and the rock, yeah. all of that. Like, and even last year, even the last three years, oh, Cam Newton sucked. They were so not fun to watch. That is 100% true. They won seven games. Like you're not in that three win. Like you're not in the first pick, pick conversation. Yeah. And that is not yet. Right. And, and, and maybe that's a problem. Maybe, maybe that's an issue if you kind of middle it for too long and don't get what you need. Um, but the, 
What are you giggling at? I'm sorry. I'm just laughing at all of the all of the the comments on the Hayden Howerton thread from Mike. Duck boats. Who cares about Chubb? We got Howerton. (laughs) Those are the proper responses. Like Andy, we're weird. It's weird though because like Shimes is laughing stock. You clap back at that a little bit, or just like tell him to pump the brakes. But like Pat's fans are now in the I need to make myself laugh about all this because it's just such a strange place to be in. Like where are we still in? It's like one of those things in Star Trek where they like fly through one of those like nebulas where it's like you're not in you're you're just like in this weird void of the galaxy where you're neither here nor there forward or back in in a time you can keep take capsule of like it's very strange so uh, something just hit me because it is mediocrity it's not bottoming out it's mediocrity yep but you remember what got pete carroll fired going mediocrity yeah mediocrity a team that got progressively worse over a couple years span wasn't terrible but was mediocre Mm -hmm. and that got him canned. And I'm not saying Bill's going to get canned. I'm just saying the difference, obviously, is the 20-year legacy of success that he has that Carroll did not have. Well, yeah, but the other, like, it's, it, I mean, you see coaches across the league get canned for even slightly above mediocre yeah. play year in and year out. Look at Mike Zimmer last year with the Vikings. You look at um, the uh, Marv Lewis with the Bengals had a bunch of, mm-hmm. they just, they could, they were slightly, slightly above mediocre, especially in the regular season, but guys like that get canned all the time. Jason. What about Garrett, the guy, what about like, the guy that match? Uh, what about the guy Patricia replaced? Um, yep. uh, Jim Caldwell. Yeah. Nine Jim wins Caldwell. Caldwell. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like it, yeah. It, it happens all the time in the NFL. So if you are going to become a team that just lives in mediocrity, a as a fan, how can you enjoy that? And B, as a franchise, how can you stand that? Like a franchise that has meant or, or just expected so much, and and especially when it came to winning and just competing. What would you guys say? Um, another somebody I spoke to before the game, a diehard Pats fan. Somebody heard me talking to a couple of Pats fans who were talking about the fact that the Patriots might lose Sunday and the Jets probably are a better team now. And he was just sort of at this weird point of acceptance. And this guy overheard me and said, Hey, how many Super Bowls did they won? How many Super Bowls has Bill won? And goes yeah. on to say, like, if, you know, well, just saying, Andy, like, there's that crowd out there. Like, we were talking about how the opinion war on Mac Jones has now separated people into Mac apologists and, you know, Mac believers and the Mac haters and the Zappy Hour people. Then there's the Belichick's lost his marbles. That one caller last weekend who said he was in cognitive dissonance, I believe it was, yeah. Allison in Cambridge, which was such a strange call, but also... Uh, not maybe, maybe not strange if I just sort of had a greater understanding of what that meant for his mental state. But then there's the guys that are like, ah, he won us six Super Bowls. He's got eight overall. Uh, you know, if he wants to crash and burn, trying to, you know, going through trial and error, that's the way it's got to be. You never go against Bill. He's done so much for us. Like, how many different riffs can we possibly manage in Patriots Nation at a time? I just think that's that's such a loser mentality. I just and I think, you know, who would call that a loser mentality? Bill. Yeah, Bill Belichick, like he's built a career on not what you've done, but what you're going to do, what you're capable of doing right now, the way you've reestablished yourself for this year and this team. Plus, just look back, all the greats crash and burn. Like you have to move on from Chuck Knoll and Tom Landry and Don Shula. You move on because and and for a team like, say, the Cowboys, they moved on to Jimmy Johnson. And what did that ignite? A dynasty. 
Like the moving yeah. on was part of what they needed to get through to well, get that in a Herschel Walker trade. Well, but who did that? Jimmy Johnson. Like, that's my point. Like you, you have to take that next step toward greatness. And this took a weird turn. I don't know how we got here quite honestly, but that mentality bothers me. Like that Raiders mentality of, of team of the decades and commitment to excellence. And you're like, wait, what decade was that? When was the last time you were the team of the decade? Like that was 40 years ago, 50 years ago. Like, and, and that's the problem. Some of these teams are forced to live in the past. I joked about it, Fitzy, with you mm-hmm. and the Bears with the Mike Singletary and Walter Payton and Mike Ditka shirts and jerseys and sweaters. Mm-hmm. That's sad. And I don't like, okay, so now I'm spinning it positive because I'm big on the jersey thing. I think you can, stories can be told through jerseys and who fans buy and what jerseys are in the crowd and, and you know, these various things, the jersey from the Browns with all the quarterbacks on it. And I've always said, if you're a Patriots fan this year, like what jersey are you buying? And I I wasn't sold on the Mac jersey. And there was other jerseys. I have a jersey. Ramondre Stevenson, if you're a parent, buy the damn jersey. Because the guy is not only going to be good for the Patriots for the next two and a half years, he may be good beyond that. I can't guarantee where he'll be good beyond that, but oh, he'll be good kid, regardless. The kids these days, they wear jerseys of all players, not like just he is. Teams. He is mm-hmm. the best running back you've drafted since Curtis Martin. Oh, uh, uh, easily. It's yeah, easily. And he's also shine. My my I didn't bring it up during our Mac Jones segment, but we talked about it Sunday night and I even threw it Fourier's way. Like you want to fix this offense right now or you want to stabilize it? and allow Mac to make some baby steps, you know, back to where he was or even forward beyond what he had accomplished in his rookie season, run the whole damn offense through Ramondre Stevenson, like make him the focal point of the really offense. Great. I compl- I think we are all completely in agreement on, on, on focus on Ramondre, but like the Patriots then just, eh, we're just going to keep Damian Harris until his contract runs out this year. Why not like trade him? Give, give Ramondre even more opportunity to, to just show you ways in which you can run your offense through him the rest of the season, right? Like like Andy talked about trading away one of your receivers to allow Tyquan Thornton more reps. Why wouldn't you, like in a season mm-hmm. like this, it would be the perfect opportunity to just sell Damian Harris, get some kind of return because he'll go to some playoff team, and then you can focus on learning how to utilize Ramondre Stevenson to his absolute peak. And then when you need someone to spell Ramondre, you just trot out the other person that has Harris on the back of his jersey and no one notices a difference. Yeah, well, exactly. that's what I would do. I see, 100%. Me, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be about, like, I think Ramondre is going to be a centerpiece player for the next um, two months. I think you saw that even this week. The, the difference I would say is I don't think Harris is going to take away from him. I think he's going to be the guy that spells him and gives him a, a break, but mm-hmm. I'd be fine with Pierre strong and Kevin Harris being that guy. They have those two active, mm-hmm. knock some rust off. Yep. Guess what? There's a good chance. Each of them will fumble. There is a really good chance. Each of them will fumble over the next two months, but there's also a good chance. Max Jones will throw an interception and you're not going to bench him. So, and who knows? You might even, right. you might even, if let's, you give so let's find out, chance, yeah, let's find out what they yeah, can do. You, you might find out that one of them is like a serviceable back and it's like, or okay, more. if any, yeah, or more, or you find out you have a second Ramondre Stevenson. Like right. that's like, <gasps> that's why, that's why I don't understand why, like you have to either commit to this season or commit to learning what your future holds. And to me, it feels like they didn't do either. But let's not play Kendrick Bourne and then leave him to stand at his locker and answer more questions about diminished playing time and wanting to be there and well, him like fair, he's playing now. 
but he's not getting any targets. But and he's oh, being I, such. I, a, I didn't say that. He's but being he's such he, a good guy and a loyal soldier, and like saying, like, I just want to be here. I love everything. I agree with everything Bill does. Everything Bill says, like, he knows he, this is the way it should be. Like, right now, he's first, boobs on a bull. What? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I never really heard it phrased that way before. It took me a I second. I didn't want to say I the th- T word. Yeah, fair enough. I felt That's a bit fair enough, vulgar. Ah, okay. I got you. I mean, well, this is sometimes this is treated like a poker room. So I, I, I understand. Um, a couple other ones real quick. Um, next year, your offensive coordinator, I don't know who it's going to be or how the offensive brain trust will evolve. I can tell you who it's not going to be Billy O because Bill O'Brien will be the next head coach of the Auburn Tigers. War Eagle. Wait, did that get announced today? Did I miss this? Good for Billy O. That's awesome. Yeah, you guys. Uh, you guys I, have I cannot wait for the first Auburn, Alabama Bill. Oh, that's going to be Nick awesome. <laughs> I, I like that's Tremendous. one of the things I, I think has been criminally underrated is how good of a coach Bill O'Brien actually was. Like with the Texans teams that he dealt with and the quarterbacks that he had on yes. those teams, the way he was able to win games and make the playoffs year in and year out, and the job he did at Penn State and all that, like unbelievable. He's been. I, a I don't unless coach. He doesn't get Hold enough on. Unless unless just. Unless I you get eight orange after unless unless there was a complete troll job unless there was a complete troll job by this one come on Um, I mean no I've seen it all I've saw it all over do they have blue check marks that they paid twenty bucks to get see that's the thing they haven't had uh it's uh, maybe it's maybe it's still just like bubbling over i don't know if i got if i got adam Uh, shuffer you got eight orange well auburn fired brian harson so i know. Two years uh, after they fired Gus Malzahn, and they're now paying thirty-five million dollars in buyouts to those two men. All right, let's let me let me walk it back. Um, yep. which actually segues nicely Three, into our two, last little bit of past. I hate you. No, we're leaving this. You got me here. so excited. I you think Bill, o- anymore, Bill O'Brien could up. be the next head coach of Auburn, which would be amazing. Uh, yes, so I could I guarantee you? Oh, shut up. It's a lot of work that goes into this. We're always trying to find something interesting to talk Jeez, about. I apologize. He'll read whatever you put in front of him. <laughs> This doing? has been the Seven Rings podcast. New England. Uh, I, it, well, okay. We'll make ready. these things happen. All right. Maybe I got clickbaited. All right. Well, like still, imagine, imagine if it is Bailey Zappi inserted as permanent starter for the New England Patriots. Guys, yeah, what, else read... what else you got? What else you got? US uh, and do you China believe... joining forces well, actually, in country. Uh, actually, guys, we're at war with uh, a new this new country called South China. Wow, oh, perfect, weird. perfect. Uh, yeah, it's good. Well, actually, we'll we'll finish up with this. Um, here's a chance for everyone to play a fun little game called Walk It Back. Okay. If there's something Ooh, yeah. you've said recently on the podcast, a take, a prediction, uh, I will now walk back, having possibly been Adam Shuftered or Rup Sheeted on the Bill O'Brien news. But when he gets hired, then I'll actually have to walk back my walk back. It's a double walk back, Andy. Uh, can I sure. can I go first? I, wanna, I would like. I, I, actually, Shime, I think you and I should jump hand in hand or go off the oh, off yeah, the ledge, right. Thelma and Louise style. On our Las Vegas Raiders will be the most in, impossible to defend third down offense in the NFL this year, and the Hunter Renfro 800 yard receiving prop is the fastest cash in your bank ever. Because what a shit show that this this, this unit and like it's. I, man, maybe I'm just wrong on Josh McDaniels. Maybe I don't like, it's weird because he has this knack for being able to get terrible players that should have like no business being on the rosters, be good. IE Matt Collins. And then has this other knack of making amazing players feel like they shouldn't be there or don't exist. IE Devonte Adams. I don't, 
it's the most baffling thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Like roster, if you just look at it on paper, I'm like, wow, this team is dynamite. And they can't win NFL games to save their lives. They can't get an offense going. Darren Waller is like lost at the shopping mall. Um, Devontae Adams, like they, they got nothing there. They got put on the schneid. No points against the Saints. I mean, that's just that was. They didn't get over un- the fifty-yard line until after the two-minute warning in the fourth quarter, when Derek Pathetic. Carr had already been pulled. I'm from shocked the game. Mark Davis didn't fire him there. Andy, oh. why can't Josh McDaniels make this work? And, and no need for the whole like, ah, oh, he'll be your coordinator again next year. What the hell is the problem with them? Do we have to wait till next year? Could he be our coordinator again this year? Um, why don't you put that on Twitter and somebody will run with it like you ran with? Ben. Wait, why don't we bring Billy O'Brien back? He didn't get the Auburn job. He's still available for us. It's- you know what? It's still it's still a possibility. Um, no, I I don't know what's going on with the Vegas Raiders. You know that I am a Josh McDaniels fan. Mm-hmm. I also need to be a realist. When Josh McDaniels has not been with the Patriots, other than that short stint to open the Broncos tenure, like six games with yep. Kyle uh, Kyle, what's his name? The Orton. guy from uh, Kyle Orton. Other than that, it hasn't worked for Josh and. I don't know that I can put my hand. Can he be arrogant? Absolutely. Do I think that's it? No, I don't. Do I think he's a good coach? Yes, I do. So I, the disc, and, and we all talked about the talent. I believe I thought Hunter Renfro would have 140 catches. I believe he's going to come up short of 140 catches this year, bit. just by about 100 catches <laughs> at it's his current weird. rate. It's so weird because it's like, I don't feel like McDaniels is doing the, uh, like the at least the out loud arrogant things that he did in in Correct. Denver, and it feels like he learned from that experience and he's Correct. matured. But for whatever reason, whatever is going on over there is not working. No. Um, also, I don't think any of us possibly had uh, comeback player of the year as Geno Smith. I would like to say I'm pretty sure Baker Mayfield will not be winning comeback player of the year. That was my prediction earlier in the podcast. Yeah, good walk back there. Yeah, that's a he's not going to be back. coming back to an NFL field potentially anytime <laughs> soon. Never mind winning that or ma- or many progressive auto oh. progressive insurance commercials. Side shows. note: Why yeah. did I don't believe Geno Smith should be comeback player of the year? What's he coming back from? Uh, being uh, a being on the bench, just being a yeah, like from sucking being a stiff, yeah, like being written off. Like that's not what that should be for. Like comeback player of the year should be somebody whose career was in like Alex Smith, who they should name yeah. it after, like injuries. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't. Geno Smith does not get my vote for comeback. No, say I think right now Saquon Saquon probably gets my vote. Uh, off the top of my head, yes, he's had a lot of injuries as well. The uh, the New York uh, Christian McCaffrey could make a late season run in San Francisco. Oh man, you speaking consider- of trades, then oh, there's a guy that can help my offense. He fits. Oh, I'm mortgaging part of the future. Is that really you, smart? Yeah. Do you consider PJ Walker a comeback player? No. Okay. Then no. Nope. I, Dude, never I. Shime, you know He's me. Awesome, I love though. me alternative football leagues, and I that throw to DJ Moore. How about Who's DJ Moore? Is laser. DJ Moore the in-season comeback player of the year? Y- yes. He also the idiot. That pass was a also true. friggin' dime. That Almost was an 70 air laser. yards in the bucket. And and to PJ Walker's credit, like not to go off on a huge tangent here, but like. He's played. If people go and watch those last two games against the Bucks and against the Falcons, he's played really good football. And I understand it's only a two-game span, but like he's played really good football. And he's been around the league now for a while. He's finally getting a shot. Like, 
good for him. I, I'm curious to see if it lasts. No, nope. well, it, for him, I hope it does. Like it's it's a right. really cool story and a and, and a guy that seems to be really really nice. He he wrote a piece for the Players Tribune um, when he got signed by the Panthers a couple years ago, which whoa, is whoa, really, whoa. really good. Where is Shime and what have you done what? with him? Suddenly, what? I just he, really he, like PJ he Walker. Seems really nice, and he wrote a nice piece for the player. Like. You're He's the kid really nice guy. Andy, he doesn't play in Boston. He he doesn't play. He doesn't. He doesn't. Play he doesn't play for the Patriots. Yeah, like, but if PJ Walker did play for the Patriots, I bet Shine would actually like him. He just you would, no no no. He would guy. be saying, "What are you doing? You're PJ Walker as your quarterback. You're going yeah, nowhere in the national." hundred percent. I agree with you, Andy. But you guys right are now, hot. I have good hair. I'm gonna pull all. Of you want right to know? Now. You want to know who I am high on though? Cheeto Smith. He's awesome. And Taylor Heineke, how about the Taylor Heineke? His third comeback. Taylor Heineke he's, stinks. I don't want uh, any stinks, of those guys. Can we be honest? Ah, like, nice stories, it. have fun, great. I don't want any of those guys. This season, this season stinks, and they at least uh, make Gino it Gino for MVP. That's all I'm saying. Oh, my God. 13 touchdowns, three picks on the season. Seattle Seahawks winning team. They are in Arizona this coming Sunday. Your New England Patriots, however, will be home against the Indianapolis Colts and Shime's new favorite quarterback, Sam Ellinger. Ugh. <laughs> What an Speaking awful game. Yuck. What an awful nice game. Guy? Is he not a nice guy? He Why might be. A I don't know if they got a Texas. You don't, I don't really care. Walker either. <laughs> no, you're right. I know nothing about them. But you know what? I like P.J. Walker. I don't like Sam Ellinger. So there you go. I also oh. think Sam Ellinger stinks at football. At least P.J. Walker has shown in like it, he might just be a flash in the pan. But when he is flashing, he's fun to watch. Ellinger yeah. is not fun to watch. I do Absolute think P.J. Walker has a little like Ryan Fitzpatrick or like he's going to bounce like around. Slingery kind of going to be uh, I'm all for it. But yeah. with yeah. a cannon for an arm and he runs pretty well, too. Right. Yeah, um, but gentlemen, we got to wrap it up. Anyone last quick call for a walk back? Um, well, I, my walk back is a gentle walk back. Cause you guys know what I was all in on was Christian Barmore and Christian Barmore has been hurt. He's been well, hurt though. For no, but he's years. only been hurt for two weeks. We're eight weeks into the season. He played six before that. And mm. I know he's being double teamed. I think third most in the NFL when he got hurt somewhere in that range. Um, I just, I thought the breakout year that that Christian Barmore had coming was going to be a little bit more, I don't know, breakouty and more impressive. He's been fine. Again, fine. I thought he was going to be much better than fine. And I still think he's a, a good player and is going to be a really good player. But part of being great, just because they, they have a double team doesn't mean, okay, I did my job. I'll tap out here. You guys get the rest of it. No, no, no. I still need you to do something when they double team you. So we'll see where Christian Barmore goes, but he's not as good as I expect him to be this year. Shine. Yeah, outside outside of the Raiders one, I don't. I feel pretty comfortable with most of my takes for, for okay. this season so far. Yeah, you know what I feel comfortable with? When are we going to do the what we feel comfortable with take segment? Uh, that'll uh, be coming up on a future Tuesday okay. slash Wednesday. Look forward to me edition. taking a victory lap for the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks. Eh, it's early. More that like division it. stinks. It's early. That division stinks. They only have you know a thirty-eight percent chance to win the division. Uh, and your New England Patriots, according to something no I just chance. read on WEI.com, have a no chance to win the division and a 35% chance to make the playoffs. We'll discuss that in more. 35 my come- ass. <laughs> All right. Is that a 30- real number? This has been brought to you by 35 my ass sports as well as 2400 sports. Get me out of here. Uh, WEI and Odyssey. This has been the Six Rings and Football Things podcast. We'll be back in a couple of days with our Colts at Patriots Ellinger versus McCorkle preview edition. Andy will talk to somebody from the Pats. We'll get in somebody to provide a little Colts perspective. It's going to be a good time on ice minus the ice. Thanks, John. Thanks to everyone who participated. Good job. Producer Justin Turpin. He's at Chime Time. That's at Jumbo Heart. I'm at Fitzy GFY. Always a pleasure. Take care. Give us a follow.
Good night. God bless. And as always, go Pats. See ya. See ya.